small wonder won't be seen tonight, so we could bring you a very special episode of The Gen X Files. Welcome to The Gen X Files, I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And today's show is all about the birth of the VCR, the video cassette recorder. Take yourself back to 1970. Uh, the voting age just got lowered to 18. Thanks, Nixie. Yeah, one good thing he did. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, there's the China <laughs> stuff, too. Yeah, well. The Beatles were disbanded, uh, according to Paul McCartney. Oh, I thought he to, died. Much to Ringo's surprise. <laughs> I thought it said Paul was dead. Uh, he is dead. So that's the fake Paul. That, yeah. That broke up the yes. Beatles. So it wasn't Yoko. It was the fake Paul. It was the fake Paul. Okay, good. The Beatles, yeah. Got, got that cleared up. And uh, the Apollo 13 mission had their accident, and uh, everyone uh, on board almost died. Yeah, and, uh, you know. We could have lost Kevin Bacon, and that would have been sad. And Tom... Tom Hanks? Yeah, I was going to say Tom Cruise, but Tom <laughs> Hanks, yeah. The, that would have been a very Tom. different movie. Yes. But more importantly, 1970, the VCR was created. Yes. It was originally created for a TV station uh, so they could start using tapes because uh, back before that, it was a lot of weird magne- magnetotrons. Do you and, like, know what weirdness. TV station? It was somewhere in like Philadelphia. Yeah, so it was just like an affiliate. It yeah. wasn't like yeah, like it was a just, big thing for. N- it was you know, somebody NBC. that yeah. I I worked at TV station for a while, mm-hmm. and the guys that do the technology there are weird. Yeah, like they are n- the nerdiest of the nerds, and like yeah, that's universal with any yeah. profession. It was yeah yeah. Always get to know your IT guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they're, they, they're the, the they will most save your life one day. Yeah, exactly. And they're also awesome. Yeah. Uh, so in 1972, they they decided to go to mass market. Uh, it was uh, Philips developed the, the original VCR. Emo uh, Phillips? Yeah, Emo Phillips. Yeah. Emo Phillips? Yeah, that's yeah. the worst. Know. Nobody yeah. knows who Emo Phillips is. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, the They used square tapes, uh, and they were a half-inch tape. Oh. Um, so, like, it wasn't, like, the rectangular thing mm-hmm. that we're used to. It was a square tape. It was actually two tape, two reels stacked on top of each other. Interesting. And, uh, but they were a half-inch each. It, it was really expensive in 1972 and did not take off whatsoever. Oh. Aww. It wasn't until uh, later. But more inter- to me, more interestingly, was in 1972 was the advent of the Avco Cartivision, which is something that did not last very long, but it was fascinating. Well, okay. Do you want to know what the first tape released in 1972 was? What was it? It was The Young Teacher, a South Korean... <laughs> film about a teacher who's organizing a volleyball game to wow. uh, get the self-esteem of all the students up. That's awesome. Yeah. It was probably played on the Avco Carter. It was, yeah. Uh, it was a combo TV VCR. cost $1,350. Good Lord. Uh, it was the first time that tape rental was available. Like the, It was essentially like Netflix. Yeah, and you had a catalog. You would you would send in your order. They would mail you a rental, and then you would mail it back. Wow, that is so I swear, funny. Yeah, I wonder is, if Netflix. It's fascinating. Uh, it was also the, the the square, like the VCR, the Carter Vision was the two reels uh, stacked on top of each other. Yeah. But it could record up to 114 minutes, whereas the VCR could only do 60. Interesting. Uh, and the way that it did that, to me, again, maybe I'm the the tech nerd here. They would it would only record every other frame and then play each frame back three times. 
Weird. Which I, I tried to find, like, actual footage sure, sure. of it just to see what it looked like. I couldn't find any. But uh, it had to have not been viewable. I just don't understand. So they had cameras for this as well, right? At the No, not at this point. No. Okay. No, so was, they didn't have just, any sort yeah. of uh, cameras available to record to? No. No, okay. no, no. Th- that was not until later. Uh, but there were major movies that were released, like Bridge on the River Kwai, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Um, they what yeah, year were is this? available. 1972. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, there was lots of sports, travel, art, how-to topics were available for purchase. Uh, it did eventually, in 1973, they did have a, a monochrome camera that they were allowed, that, that they would sell to yes. go with the car division. The car division was sold through Sears, Macy's, Montgomery Wards, Monkey Wards. The big three. And, uh, and after 13 months, it was, it was discontinued because of poor sales. Well, I mean, it was so expensive. And it it's was like, really expensive. what are you going to do? Could you record on it? Yeah. Okay, so, like, I get it. So it was just, like, you know, really rich guys getting it. Yeah, I mean, it was $1,350 back then, which, I, I mean, now, God knows, oh, yeah. it would be a lot. It's like five uh, grand. It was a lot. Uh, so it seems that VCR, Philips, they learned from that. And uh, in 1975, they released a newer version of the VCR. Yes. Uh, there were six major firms develop, uh, involved in the development of the VCR, RCA, JVC, Ampex, Panasonic, Sony, and Toshiba. Panasonic, JVC, and Sony led the fields. Everyone, it was that time where everybody was trying to like latch onto this technology, sure. yes. and and so there were it was heavy competition. Well, it's like anything when it gets yeah. when there's a new technology like tape or DVD or whatever. There's going to be competing versions. Yeah, of it. of course. You know, Betamax of course. versus VHS, and then like right. HD DVD versus. Blu-ray. Blu-ray, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Panasonic, JVC, and Sony, they developed more Divix. technically you Divix? advanced machines. Yeah, I remember <laughs> Divix. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Shout things out, Jim! Divix. Um, they, the reason that they were, they were better was because they had more accurate electronic timers, mm-hmm. so you could set it to record stuff. And, uh, Which is really cool at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole idea was... I remember my very first VCR, it was a manual. Like, it wasn't digital. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you yeah. had to, like, set a time. And sure. And it was, had an internal clock. And, and then eventually they, they had digital timers and things like that. And so they were selling for, like, 1000 to 1400 bucks a piece, which yeah. I looked up in today's monies would be about $4,444 to $6,000. Two hundred twenty-two in today, so yeah. that's still like that's expensive. A car, that's a car, you yeah, know. It's expensive. By nineteen seventy-nine, there were three competing technical standards. All three of the companies had mutually incompatible tape cassettes <laughs> because that's Jerks. the way it works. Uh, the industry Somebody really always gets boned in these uh, yeah, wars, yeah. too. You know, I got stuck. I got the HD DVD. I have one of those sitting oh, yeah. somewhere. Oh, yeah. no, you've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had one for my, my Xbox. Same, same, same. Yeah, same. I'd never bought any actual D- HD DVDs. I did. But yeah. there were, I thought the quality was better. The quality anyway, was great. Yeah. yeah. The industry boomed in the 80s as more customers bought VCRs. By 1982, uh, with the stats I could find, 10% of households in the United Kingdom owned a VCR. By 1985, it was 30%. Oh, so wow. it, was, it was climbing. It was definitely good. I remember when the the old man brought back brought home a VCR and it was mm-hmm. one of the first VCRs it was like this giant it must have oh, weighed yeah. like 50 pounds yeah. the and top you, loader you, yeah and it yeah. spring loaded top loader yeah, yeah it would you know, shoot out <laughs> I would put like my action figures on top of it and just like see how like I, I could launch them across the room right. popping that thing right. open but he uh, he also ended up getting two VCRs. Oh, of course. And then when we would rent movies, he would make coupes. Nah. Yeah. I can say that yeah. now because he's pirating, dead. Pirating, pirating. Yeah. He can't be uh, prosecuted. But, Don't uh, pirate. We're not. We're not uh, yeah. And I remember the first movie that I rented 
Because he would, you know, oh, yeah. he would rent movies, and then we'd watch them. And then I remember we had a, a there was, you know, this is way before Blockbuster and all that. We had just like this indie video store. Oh yeah. That yeah. I just remember the first time walking into it, the smell. I still remember yeah. the smell yeah. Yeah. of all the of all the the boxes, and just walking around and seeing all of these movies. And you gotta know that up until now, most of the movies we saw were cut. Because we saw them yeah. on TV, yeah. yeah, and they were all cut for content and cut for time. Well, that's that's part of the reason that that VCRs took and off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's the only way you could get the original exactly. There was movies. Some, exactly. Unless you yeah. saw the movie in the theater, you're not seeing right. the actual right. movie. No, because so. they were they would cut it for time. They would cut mm-hmm. it for content. Exactly. Like, yeah. Um, so I remember the first movie I rented was the animated Lord of the Rings by Ralph Bakshi. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. And. Nice. Uh, I remember, like, I think it was a TRC movie or something, and I remember the logo at the beginning. The oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And everything about it. And it was just, like, having that thing in my hand and getting home and popping it in. It was my choice, my first yeah. movie, you know. Yeah. It was one of the greatest experiences, you know, of my life, honestly, was, of my uh, childhood, honestly. Renting, going to the video store and having your parents go, yeah, you can choose something, yeah. was the greatest experience. A hundred percent, yeah. I get that power? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is the control, you know. We finally had control over our Friday yeah. nights as kids, right. you know. Right. It's like, oh, well, let's go rent a couple movies and grab a pizza, you know, it's yeah. some, yeah. some sooty pops. hundred percent. You know, and then you got, and great for the parents, too, because it's like, plop them in front of, you yeah, know, yeah. the go sack do, of go do your thing. PHS tapes, <laughs> some Go popcorn. Look you know? at the electronic babysitter. But yeah, I mean, it was a life-changing event. Was the VCR? I mean, it, it, it. People don't understand how incredibly life-changing that was. Not only because of getting to watch uncut movies anytime that you want, but also the fact that if you missed it, you missed it back then. Yeah, you know, yeah. if there was a there was big no, thing, Roots maybe, was on. You had to yeah. be in front of the TV watching Roots. Maybe a rerun, but not maybe. Mm, but not. And you really. never knew yeah. which one they were going to rerun, yeah, yeah. and they didn't rerun all of them. You know, the no, summer only no. has so many spots. Right, right. Right. So now you could actually see something. Yeah. Without having to be there, and that again, you don't understand how freeing and huge that was. I mean, the VCR was. Immense for our generation. So there were two major standards uh, that grew out of that: Sony's Betamax and JVC's VHS. Did you uh, ever have a Beta? No, no, we never did. We were straight VHS. Uh, but that is uh, those two became what became called. Excuse me, those two, <laughs> yeah, had a mini stroke. Uh, that became what was known as the Format War. Yes, Format War was huge. Uh, Betamax was first to the market in by Sony in November of 1975. Well, now, let me. Is that the first real Format War? Because I know you know there yeah. was like records and there's real yes. real and there's cassettes, but everything had its own. You know, they weren't competing no, against each was, other. They just, like, I mean, you could say that like cassette tapes and eight track compete, but they didn't. Right. I mean, eight track came and went, and they both were there for as long yeah. as they needed to be there. Yeah. They weren't yeah. like trying to push. No, this each was other the first the, time that it yeah. was two 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 formats. Yeah, like only really room for one tape in this town. Uh, technically, Betamax was more technically advanced. Yeah. Uh, had better recording quality. Yes. Um, the first machines required an external timer. Could only record one hour or two hours at a lower quality, the LP quality. Uh, you Longer know what the problem play. is with all of this technology? Is you know who decides who wins? Who? Porn. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way of the porn is the way yeah. of whichever one's going to win. And, and didn't porn go to VCRs? 
Because it was cheaper. Yeah, well, yeah, it was easier to produce. Yeah, yeah. And Betamax. Uh, the rifle VHS format was introduced in the United States in July 1977 by RCA. It had a longer two-hour recording time with a T120 tape, or four hours in a lower-quality long-play mode. Ooh. Uh, and eventually they got up to, like, eight-hour tapes. Yeah, And, and yeah. even some 12- and 16-hour oh tapes. Oh, my God, But yeah. it was, the quality was atrocious. And then they went to HD. Like yeah. an HD VCR, yeah. they had all, they had so many different gimmicks to SVHS? try to save. The, yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I had one. I had an VHS. Sold a lot of those when I worked at Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> Best Buy too. Yeah. In 1978, the majority of consumers in the UK chose to rent rather than purchase, uh, which is why the the machine. Yeah, yeah. So that was the whole deal: is that the machines were expensive, so sure. you, they cost thirteen hundred dollars. So you would literally rent them for the weekend. Yeah. You know, you'd spend twenty bucks or whatever. You would get your machine, get your movies. Keep it for the weekend, bring it back on Monday morning. I mean, we'd still do that in the 80s. You know, yeah. in college, we didn't have VCRs, so we'd just go down to the video store, rent a VCR and some tapes. Yeah. For, exactly. You know, it's like, it's the, perfect. Even though it was great for the audience, it was great for the consumer, the U.S. film companies fought against the VCR so hard. Of course. It's scary. Everything <laughs> they, new is scary. They were concerned about copyright violations, and uh, it took five years. It was in 1980 uh-huh. that they sued and it took five years. Eventually, it got to the Supreme Court. Of course. Uh, so Sony Corporation of America versus Universal City Studios, Inc. And the Supreme Court decided that the device was allowable for private use. Nice. Finally. We were all going to – all of our stepdads were going to go to jail <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if that could have gone the wrong way. And then, of course, what did the film companies decide? Oh, hey, we can make money at this. Derp. Yeah. What? Um, much like uh, – it's the same when uh, the cassettes came out with, with audio. The music industry is freaked out. Yeah. Or with Napster and, like, Any, this yes. digital format. They Anytime freaked that, out. That, that gives control to the consumer is, is you know, a, a danger for the – Yeah. Business, I suppose. Yes. Whatever, the corporation. Yes. <laughs> you know how long uh, a VHS tape is? Two hours? I mean, like, if you took the Do tape you mean and, like and, and, blank, like yes, a, like the actual no, physical how, tape. How long is the tape, Jim? 1,410 feet. That's like from here to the moon. Well, yeah, it's yeah. about a quarter of a mile. But yes, it's uh... a. <laughs> the, best, the best, though, about the whole. Uh, the, the, Wow, goddamn. Mm, I threw you off today. with my... The best part was Jack Valenti of the MPAA saying that the savagery and the ravages of this machine was like the Boston Strangler. This is how much they hated it. Wow, you know, there's no hyperbole there. <laughs> no, Jack Valenti. <laughs> totally making your point. Well, Jack Valenti was like... Yeah, he was, yeah. He was a controversial He figure. was a villain. <laughs> was he? Yes. Yeah, he was. Yes. yes. He oh, was. yeah, he probably is. Yes. Uh, the uh, video cassette recorder remained in home throughout the 80s and 90s, despite competing technologies like LaserDisc mm-hmm. and VCD, the video yeah. CD, if you remember that. Um, they also had the SCD. Yes. CD. Yeah. There was all sorts of st- – I mean, there was all these gimmicky – They tried all these things. Thing. Yeah. LaserDisc lasted for a while because the quality was so good. Yeah. In uh, an attempt to lower costs, eventually manufacturers began, began dropping non-essential features from their VCR models. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it literally became, you no longer, the remote, it was on screen. Yeah. There was no buttons on the front anymore. It was literally just to eject or s- stop and eject yeah. and play. Well, you know, I also, I remember a few years, you know, in the 80s, like, I don't know, maybe 81 or 82, mm-hmm. I uh, conned my folks into getting me a, a video camera. Oh, yeah. And the way that I did it is I was like, I'm going to make money with it. And right. one of the first things I did was I started a business, and this is like 12, I think, mm-hmm. doing virtual 
uh, tours for real estate because my mom was a real estate broker. So I went through and did a uh, oh nice a demo tape of yeah. you know I, yeah. I I videotaped all the rooms the and the walkthrough yeah. of everything you know and I was like this is you know this is gonna be brilliant this look you know it's gonna cut down on time you don't have to drive because my mom right. you know you get in caravans you have like five or six people in you go to house to house to house that's the way it was done back then and uh, I sold like three <laughs> uh, because they always young and be people you know again but you know now everything so I just wanted to brag that I pretty much invented. Uh, virtual <laughs> real estate walkthroughs sure when I was did. 12. Sure you so, you know, my mom can brag about that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh let's let's jump to our let's jump to a promo and sure. uh we will have a, an interview with a very good friend of ours. Oh yeah. Who is the most passionate person about biggest, VHS I've ever seen. Biggest tape head we know. Uh the brilliant filmmaker, award-winning filmmaker, Miss Jules Brudek. We'll be right back. Our very, 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 very special guest today is the award-winning filmmaker Jules Brudeck. Her uh, current documentary, Disarm Hate, which is amazing, and I don't just say that because I was a tiny bit a part of it, um, <laughs> is available now on all platforms. It is really, truly a life-changing film. It's amazing. It's and amazing. her Queer Aspie doc, My Life with Asperger's, will be coming out later this summer. She's amazing. She's a really great friend, and she's a huge tapehead. Our beautiful, wonderful friend, Miss Jules Brudeck. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm here to talk about Slabs O Analog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, Jules, when I, I'm sure you probably grew up in a house that had a VCR the whole time, right? Yeah. Um, well, so I had a dad who was really into newfangled contraptions. Cool. So we went through the Beta um, oh, Max. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did wow. the Betamax. Wow. And then, yeah, then we went to the VCR. And the, the VCR that we had was, like, huge. It oh, was, yeah. like, you know, the one that took up the, the size of the room, the way, like, computers were. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. where do you even – it had a, it was a top loader. It was gorgeous. You couldn't get your hand near it because when you ejected it, that thing would fly up so fast <laughs> it could take out a finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was just it was just beautiful. It was like heavy as sin. Yeah. So ours had like fake wood paneling on it. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Classic. And so I look <laughs> for those top loaders. I mean, those among collectors, by the way, are considered like holy grail shit. Like <laughs> you oh, really um, yeah, you you want the ones that work well, that have no built-in obsolescence, like the ones that came later on. Mm. I mean, I have like five different VCRs and I just switch <laughs> them out. So they don't wow. get. Oh, so you don't use them too much. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. once they go obsolete, you yeah. find yourself in a quandary. Because I'll be at you know Goodwills, estate sales, looking for a replacement oh. for my four or five, and um, I will just you know it's not like you can just buy any one. You take it home, it doesn't work, or mm-hmm. yeah. you know there's something wrong with the connection. And so you know these these aren't you know things that are being really developed well anymore. Right. So. What, what yeah, do they you, go for? Like, well, how much do you spend on a used VCR? Well, when I, so I love the, so the Goodwill ones that I, that you can't return them if there's anything wrong. And sometimes <laughs> you don't get a chance to fully use them. So if you're at a Goodwill that doesn't have a VCR, uh, I'm sorry, a VHS tape to test it, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're shit out of luck, but you got to take a chance because it's a Sony and you know it's good. And uh, so it's like, you'll set you back 20 bucks at the Goodwill. Now on eBay for a good one, like one of the ones I'm talking about, like a top loader, yeah. um, you, you'll, you'll really, people bid, people want them. 
Um, and then they're just a pain in the butt to ship. So yeah. we're looking weigh, at weigh 40 pounds. Yeah. Oh my God. So I'm thinking like 80, 100, 120 bucks if you want one of those wow. good ones. That's not too bad though. And as an uh, avid collector, why wouldn't you bring a tape with you? Just, you know. Well, because sometimes, well, yes. <laughs> Bust. <laughs> Bust. You should. But I'm saying to you that. Um, Sometimes I'll find myself at the Goodwill when I didn't expect it. Well, of course. That's where uh, yeah. most of us find ourselves at the Goodwill. <laughs> it's just like, how did I get here? <laughs> and I really don't want to buy any more tapes. So I, you know what I'm All saying? Right. Well, how many tapes do you have in your collection? Well, I would say the last time we counted, it was probably about 3,000 something. Wow. Good Lord. I don't think that's a lot considering I have friends <laughs> Um, who yeah. have like in the ten thousands? Wow. Yeah, that's that's. How, do they have like entire houses for their tapes? <laughs> like that seems like a well, lot. Well, I of have space. this one friend. He's got a whole blockbuster re, uh, what is it, reimagined in his basement with wow, the shelving. Really? Oh wow! Yeah, it's wow. really cool. That is super cool. Is that, that your dream? Be... Is to like have your own kind of blockbuster room? <laughs> Actually, it it is like to have. <laughs> Like yeah. somebody's version of a man cave, but it's like all the tapes lined up. Um, I see, you know, when when they the Criterion has somebody over, is it the Criterion where you like pick out what you want? And it's like in that, I don't know, it's like an archived room. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's all yeah. these shelves to shelves to yeah. choose from, and they have like the actual film prints on the shelves all lined up and like glistening. And oh, yeah, I. I would love to to be able to catalog my tapes in that way. I've never been able to do alphabetical like I wanted or any type of system that I can oh, really, yeah. 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 I mean, I've done it with sections. So right, it's like, right. oh, this is every single John Carpenter film and release um, that I own. Like, you know, there are right. three different releases to uh, Escape from New York that I have prized. You know, one's nice. an, a, you know, embassy. Um, one is, if I can remember correctly, um, is an earlier embassy. And then the, the most recent, which uh, isn't an embassy at all. I'm trying to remember what it is. I think it's, oh, God help me. Anyway, um, um, I have all three of those. So those are like older releases. So that's what I do. I collect, you know, a a certain director and all the releases of a certain VHS tape. Well, that seems like a a smart way to do it because that keeps you focused, you know, instead of just like, I'm getting everything, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And that goal. (laughs) Yeah. And the the media, which is meta m-e-d-a when it first you know media uh vhs tapes when they first came out it was meta and there is a meta halloween out there that is you know worth thousands of dollars that is the last version of halloween that i need oh Oh, interesting um i used to manage a video store in boston oh wow yeah and uh, we had the pornos <laughs> <laughs> in two milk crates that were exactly where I would put my feet up on the desk while I was waiting for people to come. <laughs> so I had to watch every single person pick out their porno. And it was at the same time fascinating and horrifying. Oh, my God. I love that. I worked at video stores, too. That's why my um, production company is called Sticky Box, because <laughs> I 
people would return their uh, soft porn, hardcore porn, and I would have to clean the boxes. Uh, yes, it's disgusting. Uh, you knew something was up when they brought it in a bag. It was like, <laughs> oh, my God. They were we just go. so sticky. I don't know if people just. <laughs> it's disgusting. I, I so had great. this huge vat of uh, alcohol and yep, yep. those cosmetic pads just right mm. by the the chute where the the rental, the, the return chute. Yeah. So wow, I was a, like, ugh. oh, my God, I would just clean those off. And I had gloves on and I was just, ugh. you know, How, one what are day, they doing? How is yeah, it getting why? all? I don't know. I mean, it could just be that they're just disgusting. Just I have no idea. Like they, it without washing their hands. <laughs> they were just they would come back like sticky fingerprints all over <laughs> it. You know, like when you see the actual. Yeah. Fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's oh, a little much. That's... In like a in a slightly translucent, like uh, off color, <laughs> like a like a brown or a yellowish. I was just like, I'm a forensic operator. I'm not a rental uh, manager of this store. I mean, it was terrible. You're like putting glue next to it so it would define the actual prints. And, uh, <laughs> but it's it's my best times in my whole life. Like, oh, yeah. There is nothing I like better than cleaning a tape off. I mean, I know that sounds weird. No, but um, I get it. It's your passion. So that's why it. I'm yeah. sticky box. I have these... <laughs> Well, you know, I love physical media. You know, I have a lot of DVDs. I I just found some old VHS that I have a bunch of. I I have a, a, a all of the first I don't know six or seven seasons of The Simpsons that I recorded on VHS. But um, the quality, it's just there's nothing like watching a VHS movie to kind of bring you back. You know to your childhood it's just like i love the quality the down you know the lo-fi of it yeah yeah yes yes there is an aesthetic and i believe that horror films are truly scarier with that aesthetic like 100%. I, yeah. yeah i was watching a um like a cleanup on youtube they took like an old vhs of halloween mm-hmm. and it was one of the um not good times but it was one of the like cheaper versions of the movie that they released in like the 90s remember where you could go to hollywood video and you would have halloween and you could buy it and had like blockbuster yeah i think it yeah, was yeah, the blockbuster yeah. yeah so like they took one of those and then they took the new 4k transfer um that i believe was done by I want to say Scream Factory. Okay. So they yeah. they put them back to back, and you obviously have so much detail that has you know been just just beautiful detail in like his shirt in the darkness. I'm talking about Michael Myers, right, right, and yeah. like the little um, wrinkles in the mask. And I'm looking at both, and I go, no, nope, not as scary. <laughs> no. Well, do you think part of that is we were scared as kids watching those on VHS, so it almost brings back that kind of visceral feeling of, you know, that quality is kind of embedded in our brains. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. And I also think that the the low quality of it, the, there is, it's not, like when you watch things on HD on your big, your big TVs now, you see every, I think the absence mm-hmm. of detail or the mm-hmm, absence yeah. of something, it, it's, it's so much scarier. It's so much sure. more mysterious. Well, yeah, like so, Jaws, um, you know, that not seeing the shark is scarier than le- seeing the shark. Less is more. Yeah, for sure. Especially yeah. in horror Yeah, and I don't too. know about you, but when you watch Jaws, Jaws 1 through 4 now, and you see it on, I mean, I just watched it recently, you can tell, and I don't know if it's because I'm older or because of, like I said, the quality, 
has been enhanced so much. I right. can see that it is Bruce the mechanical shark. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you know, th- this is a little off topic, but we're watching Buck Rogers in the 25th century right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the old TV show. I don't know if you ever saw it with Gil Gerard. Um, I haven't. I haven't, but I do know of it. Yeah, you should watch it. It's amazing. But because yeah, they've remastered it now. It's yeah. like you can see the wires when they like yeah. pull him up. He's supposed to be like, whoop, there's the wires Fine, and like the buckles. The, you know, it's like line. I mean, yeah. you are absolutely right yeah. on, and that's the same thing. You can see where the mask begins and yep. ends with certain things that you don't yep. need to know. It's a mask. Um, I just watched another horror film that I had recently seen on VHS, and it ruined it for me when I saw it on the big screen ah. um, at my house and. And I had purchased it from, I think it was Prime. I wish I could give you what it was. But, you know, my partner and I were watching going, oh, my God, that looks so phony. And we had just seen it, you know, over Halloween. And it was like, it was amazing. So it's like, it's something to be said for lower quality, I think. Well, they were shot for that, too. They weren't shot to be shown in HD. That's like, it's almost like cheating the viewer out of what the director's vision was in yeah. a way. I was watching Buck Rogers and, and my girlfriend Phoebe came in and she was like, this is lit so terribly. And I was like, <laughs> it wasn't designed for HD. <laughs> yeah. It was lit to be crappy. Yeah. <laughs> like that was the whole point is it was supposed to hide mistakes. Right. And, flaws. Yep. Yeah, high flaws. flaws. Yeah. And that's, that's the aesthetic that I think VHS still captures, you know, like yeah. with ring and ring you and ring. I mean, they have this VHS tape. They put it in. It's scary. Uh, yeah. um, it's the same thing as like we would go and rent. And and we weren't so I think technologically savvy as a culture either. Mm-hmm. No. So um, it just it, it's it's a really really wonderful time in my life, and I feel really I feel so attached to that slab of analog because <laughs> yeah. of what it does for me and what it does for so many people. Like you know this group of VHS misfits that you know I go and see at VHS swap meets and um, <laughs> VHS museums like it's the same crazy uh, fa- uh, fraggle rock yeah. it's like yeah. you know what I mean it's but it's a community. Like, You're a community, you know? Yeah. And, You're the and same. it's like the craziest, like, offbeat <laughs> the weirdest people. Yeah. Yeah. But, you, but it's cool because, you know, it's like the people that collect vinyl. Yeah. But, like, with vinyl collectors, because, you know, I happen to collect vinyl, too. But it's more about audiophile or yeah. audiophilia. Like, they yeah. seem to really appreciate. I mean, with VHS, you cannot say... It's of, <laughs> it's for the you know what I mean? Like, like we're all looking at each other going, well, I don't know why we collect this. Like yeah. we're all just. Well, it's, I guess it's, it'd be more like people that collect 8-bit video games and, you know, that kind of thing where it's just. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, why are we, we're, we're all like, we're all like, like, you know, bedraggled and like come in and like, we're got like somebody's dog-eared VHS cover and, and we're like, I don't, I don't know why I've been looking for this for 20 years. Um, and I think it does come more to a. Um, sentimentality than a qu- quality um, that that I think vinyl. It would be like somebody collecting cassette tapes, which I do too. Music cassette oh, tapes. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. the, p- there's no reason to really want them. I mean, <laughs> they are awful. I mean, the, <laughs> sure. you know. So it's the same thing with VHS. Like there's, it's like the you have so many better versions of whatever it is you're collecting you you know we had the 
the the DVD. We we have mm-hmm. now the Blu-ray. Now we're going into 4K, 5K. I mean, there's well, no reason to collect VHS. So that's where we're all at. We're like, yeah, there is. And the, the thing I wanted to tell you is the the people that collect VHS, and I don't want to speak for them because they would probably be like, shut, you know, shut the <laughs> f up. Um, but there is this time in I want to say the 80s where the VHS market was swamped with covers that didn't portray the movie correctly. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> Do you know that, what I'm yes. saying? So you would see this badass brain attacking this like shirtless woman. <laughs> yes. Or you would see something so great. You take it home. The movie was a piece of garbage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Well, that was the bait and these... switch. They did the bait and switch, right? Because all you, were, you would do is just wander the aisles like a zombie, oh, yeah. like looking at covers. And, you know, and then you, exactly. You'd be like, oh, my God, this is so badass. That guy's got a sword and there's a dragon. And, you know, and then you take it home and the dragon's, you know, this rubber puppet. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. And there are so many like that where I just wanted them because it looked a certain way. But Same. the collection. Collectors, um, because a lot of these were released on video and not theatrical releases, these have now gone for a lot of money. These are the oh, titles oh, yeah. that are now being made by um, Vinegar Syndrome. They're, they're being re, you know what I'm saying, uh, Severin. Um, these Severin, uh, yeah. Blu-ray companies, yeah, have now gone and found the ones that now, they, we were, they were holy grails or prize collections among us VHS collectors that now they've taken, tried to find the original reels, clean them up. I mean, one of them was um, Edge of the Axe. I don't oh. know if you guys saw that. It was no. recently put out by, um, I want to say, was it Vinegar Syndrome? Uh, so anyway this was great and it was one of those things that had this amazing cover it looked like jason but it was a different kind of mask (laughs) and um it said edge of the axe and these really beautiful uh 3d letters it's a cool title just yeah and the movie i mean it's good (laughs) but it doesn't have what the 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 title suggests i mean it's uh, it's leaves a lot to be desired i i still love it and i still get a, a kick out of it when i watch it um but what i'm saying is these covers and these the what they had to do they made so much money in the 80s from the home video market oh yeah yeah, yeah just because they would also pick up these titles for nothing you know because yeah. there were these old a lot of them the stuff that i saw would be like you know 50s movies or you know 60s movies that people had forgotten about and, you know, yeah. like you said, yeah. they just put this crazy thing and then you're just watching this garbage. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I'm still like really, really after the VHSs that have footage that are not available on those DVDs right. yeah. or Blu-rays. Um, and, and they're really catching up now. So it'll be, you know, probably a short period of time that they'll they'll have, you know, crossed all their T's and dotted all their right. I's, gotten us all, you know, up to, to speed. But, you know, something like Hellraiser 3, mm-hmm. you know, there is an unrated version that I have the rated version and the unrated version on VHS. The unrated version has about, I want to say, five minutes of footage not contained anywhere. Nice. Wow. And I wow. think recently they did a Hellraiser box and I think it's an import. Um, I think if you can collect it there, but if you don't have a region free Blu-ray, you're still not going right. to see that footage. So, right. I mean, that's the other thing. And then the Scream, I don't know if you guys remember when Scream was released. Um, they had a couple of different covers where you could get Nev on one yeah, cover. Yeah, you get yeah. Well, 
it it also has about five minutes of extra footage that wow. none of the Blu-rays, I'm not, not Blu-ray, sorry, I think maybe now Blu-rays have caught up, but the DVD releases up until just recently um, had not had. So that's the crazy. only way to get that extra footage was by owning that that VHS tape. So that's what I'm after. And, yeah. and, and Well, that's I what's have cool all, about yeah. it. Yeah, is having these, that's what's awesome, is that there is that extra something that makes it different and makes it unique. You know, that you have to have it to complete your collection of that movie. Yeah, I totally yeah. get it, you know, because you do want every version. You know, you do want to have the option to watch that five minutes that probably was cut for a reason. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Here I am collecting VHS tapes, and, and I want to tell you I've been doing it since, you know, I was a youngster. And the, mostly when I became an adult, I went back to buy all the VHS tapes that I didn't have the money to ha- to to afford when I was younger. So it's like, you know, I'd go to um, Suncoast. I'd go to all these stores where they'd have all these videos and it'd be like 30 bucks to have one. And I (laughs) I would be like, I'm going to circle back to that. And so, you know, 10 years later, I'm working at a video store and I'm buying all the ones that, you know, they were too, they were out of my, uh, you know, allowance price range. Oh, yeah. So Mm -hmm. that, that happened. And then I worked you know, as a manager at, at Blockbuster, I worked at Hollywood Video. I worked at this other little thing. And by the way, like I said, some of my best, fondest memories are at these places. Oh, oh same. My God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then what happened was is that recently, I would say in right about in 2014, a bunch of like underground video distributors um and i'm talking really underground like i had a membership to one of them called uneasy archives and they would basically put together like a whole you'd get a poster you get a pin you'd get and and these were some of them were porn that were never (laughs) released um properly so it just depended some of them are very gory um category three was it like a loot box for vhs yes so yeah i mean so yeah these guys in on the east coast um they went under different aliases um would (laughs) (laughs) yeah clandestine aspect yeah it was on facebook and one of them was called uneasy archives then uh, king of the witches and then massacre video and then a bunch of other ones just started cropping up where they would re-release things that were very hard to find so you wouldn't have to pay three hundred dollars for a certain tape you could pay 25 and a a membership and get like a special they put them in those clams that we love that were all wrinkly oh yeah you know the oh my god and people just ate these up so you and then one out of the 20 clams would be a pink clamshell oh wow! so people wanted the the (laughs) pink all these little these little companies started cropping up and when that happened the vhs uh boom started again oh wow so from 2014 to about i would say just recently some of like to fund one of my movies i resold a bunch of uneasy archive tapes for like hundreds of dollars wow (laughs) that's awesome that must have broke your heart though Oh, my God. Yeah, I kept most of them, but I had this friend of mine. He's a collector. His name is Vincent. He lives in, like, I want to say Pennsylvania. He bought a ton of mine, um, and he preserves them. And, yeah, it it kills me. Like, when I think about it, I'm just like, you know. And so 
when I have a little bit of money, I try to go back and get them. But they're very scarce on the Internet, and they also don't go for as much money when they do sell. Um, but anyway, this resurgence, this boom has just happened again, and I'm, like, so excited that people were all into VHS tapes again. Oh, yeah. Streaming is cool, and it's amazing to get everything beamed into your house in two seconds and two milliseconds, yeah. uh, you know, but I love physical media. I used to love heading down to Best Buy or whatever on Tuesdays and picking up whatever the new releases are, you know, yeah. and then opening mm -hmm. up the tape and popping it in and, you know, all the stuff. It was just like, it was so cool. You're taking a walk to Blockbuster and picking out those movies and you bring home three movies and a pizza and that's yeah. your, you know. Yeah. Oh, God, you're talking about the glory days. And that, <laughs> exactly. the way the video slid out of a slip case. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's yes. just nothing yeah. like it. Or that pop of opening yeah. up the Blockbuster. The, the, the oh, pop, yeah. You know? And, and was, we just don't have that kind of community no, anymore. No, no. And it's no. And, and it's like everything now is binging, and you pretty I watch pretty much everything by myself. Like I, Adam and I try to find one thing, you know, that we can it, watch together at least once a week. A week yeah. You know, yeah. but it's like mostly it's just you know it's it's become such a solitary thing where like the yeah. VHS it was all about your buddies or you know your girlfriend or boyfriend and you would you know go and get a tape and get some dinner and go you know watch a movie it. yeah exactly man yeah. I, I just miss running movies yeah I, I do too and like talking to people you know I mean yes. as oh, a yeah. manager at Blockbuster I would like sit there and like I would take them through the aisles and you know like people were all like into like being at a place mm -hmm. and that was like the temple to movies. Yes. And then yeah. you gave them something. They brought it back. I mean, you had this, it's a relationship. It's like, uh -huh. you know, I heard Rob Zombie recently on the, talking on a podcast about how we would all tune into the radio. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it yeah. would be like a big deal when a single would be released. We would all be there together as a global uh, community. Yeah. And, and then music that, videos on MTV yes. after that. And then, yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember when I was working in, in the video store, I took recommendations extremely seriously. Like, oh, I would yeah. not, yeah. you know, I <laughs> wouldn't be like, oh, you should watch uh, Flutter because that's what we're pushing today. And it would be like, you know, here, watch the watch the point. You know, this is a really crazy, you know, animated movie, Harry Nilsson or whatever. You know, it's like you try to find something to match that person. So when they do bring the movie back, they're like, yo, Jimbo, that was awesome. What else do you recommend? Or, you know, Jules, yeah. that right? was great. Yes, I love your, yes. You know, there was so much pride at, at, at picking the right movie for the right person. Absolutely. And, and there's nothing like it. And I feel like I wish, you know, and I don't want to. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but like when I watch <laughs> Netflix, it's not like a world premiere of no, anything. No. I think the closest we have is Joe Bob Briggs, who, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. we can all watch him together if you happen to be catching him because it is live on a Friday night. I yeah. Mean, yeah. And, you know, it's like very VHS-y, you know, all of his Joe Bob Briggs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is crazy cinema. I wish that we could, you know, again you know, be a part of something that was happening in real time. Like instead of, Oh yeah, let me get to this. Yeah. You know, like everyone told me to watch, you know, the serpent on Netflix. Right. So I'm going to watch it. <laughs> right. I'm not saying it's not good, but I mean, there's no community really no. there. I just, I think this whole thing about no physical media is going to bite us in the ass. First of all, because when the, when the 
power apocalypse comes, babies, and you got to put your <laughs> generators on. We're the people that are going to be able to be entertained with our, our, our VHS By and our, yeah. And cranking the VHS. When the green goes down, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, and then everybody says that, but they're like, the grid ain't going down. I mean, I like I told know. that to someone, I go, well, you better, you best believe, because I, I had this fight with them. Um, Tell that to Texas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had this fight with like a non VHS collector who was like, it's just stupid. Like you, you, yeah. I mean, there's no reason to collect VHS. Like That's stop it. Like, yeah. I, I know. And he was like, I just signed up for this new streaming platform. He's like, you really need to sign up for this. And I'm like, eh, I got them all on VHS. He's like, well, VHS, he's like, you have to like, get up. You got to put it in. I was yeah. like, How lazy are you? I have to walk five feet to my VCR. What? <laughs> what if I break my thumb pushing it in? <laughs> It's like it's all on a cloud. Like, don't you just want it all in one place? And I was thinking, okay, so if the grid does go down, and he was like, oh, my God, that's just never going to happen. But listen, this is the problem that I have with a lot of these streaming services. They curate for you, Mm -hmm. and they don't have their entire collection available all at once. So if you go to HBO, it's like 50 films. It's not 500. Yes. It's not like 500,000. Exactly. I mean, doing this show, you know, we try to watch, you know, we did Beverly Hills Cop, and so we're trying to watch, you know, we need to watch the movie or whatever. And so it's like, okay, what streaming service is it on now? And then, you know, I'd rather, I think we pulled the, the DVD for that one, you know, I'd much rather we yeah, watch Ghostbusters we watched on DVD, DVD yeah. which was so much fun to pull that physical media out and be like, go through the goofy menus that they put, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just like that physical media. I think it's going to, it's really detrimental, you know, because physical media is something like you can bring a movie to somebody's house yeah. and be like, I want to show this to you or, yeah. or I yeah. want to loan this to you. And yeah. then they have this physical presence where it's staring them in the face. We're like, okay, finally I'll watch it. You know, or you could be like, if you watch it, if you watch it, bring it back. You know, it's like, it's much more exactly what you were saying. If you're like, hey, watch, you know, Mayor of East Town, you know, it, it's not the same as like, here's the DVD, the yeah. VHS of Mayor of East Town, you know, pop it in, baby. I was, I was always that jerk <laughs> that would make my friends sit in my car and listen to tapes. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like, you have to hear this. You have to. And then they'd sit there for 40 minutes and be like, why are you making us do this? Or they'd fall in love with what you were doing. Oh, they would. Yeah. That's true. It's so true. And, um, you know, my goal is to, like, have a, a space where we could have – because as v, with the VHS swap meets, they were doing it at lethal amounts in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this little space, and, like, all of us came with our tapes to, you know, swap them out. And it's so cool because people will show up, and they'll trade you, and you'll be like, oh, my God, you have that. And, like, I'll give you this. And um, people will just have so many crazy tapes. That, oh, yeah you've never seen some that you've seen a bazillion times and the last one you guys know what the last one was right oh yeah yeah history of violence 2006 yep yep great movie yes such a good movie and so that's like a you know the the touchstones of all collectors are like you know yeah gotta have that history of violence i mean not everybody like even likes that movie but like we all know that it was the last one (laughs) it's a good movie it's very violent oh yeah i love it's a good movie i love it yeah um but the, the the thing is, is that you're right. There's something so great about something tangible and mm-hmm. something that you have to have a relationship with. 
I have no relationship with. I mean, yes, I scroll and scroll and scroll yeah, and yeah, scroll yeah. looking for a movie. I don't even know. I think this is like a an epidemic, like the scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think some of us just scroll and we don't even have a destination. No, totally. um, no. But I also I think that you know I think we were collectors as kids. You know, we collected baseball cards or action figures or you know whatever it was. But I don't know. Do the kids today collect stuff? Because it just seems like everything is online or, you know, what do the kids well, do today, Jules? Well, they NFTs. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Non-fungible tokens. Yay. Yep. They collect those. I love holding those in my hands. It's just everything they collect is on their phones. Oh, yeah, so like it's not collectible. <laughs> Selfies. That's what they collect. Yeah. Yeah. They collect self-esteem. <laughs> and I like reality, Jules, and reality are videotapes. I do, too. And, you know, I like holding money. I yes. like holding a, a – a, yeah. I and, love and, holding money. that's so old that's so old school i think there's room for both you know i think there's room to have uh things available to everyone in Mm -hmm. a certain way and i think that that there's room for people to collect things of a quality that brings them back to you know a place that makes them feel safe and happy i i think there's going to be a uh, a larger a growth of physical media because yeah. I think the youngest generation right now is going to be turning against the digital. Well, and I like mean, just wanting to yeah. get back to the physical stuff. Look oh, at, beautiful! Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm the person that was like, I want to just have the complete VHS collection forever. Your heart like, belongs to the VHS, <laughs> right? So it's like you can come up with something. It'll never sway me. But nice. I see a lot of people that have like you know jump ship every time something better has come, and that's that's okay. And so I've always tried to think of the good in all those different trends yeah. because I know how people are and what they go for. Um, even though I'm going to be loyal to the VHS tape because like for me it's like. I want that collection that I wanted when I was, you know, 12. Yeah. I don't want the collection that I want, you know, when I'm 60. I want the, the tw- <laughs> I'm still, I'm like, God, guys, like, I'm still trying to get to where I was when I was 12 years old with all the, you know, Friday the 13th on Paramount. That's awesome. I'm going to ask you one last question, and I don't even know if you have an answer for this. But what is your favorite of all of your tapes? Oh, man. Is it like picking your children? <laughs> oh my god okay let, let me let me just i'm so i'm so glad that you asked this because <laughs> no it's a really it's a really so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you the one that i watch the most okay. so i have like two christmas evils um Ooh. that are yeah they're the original and um those are sealed and one is called terror in Toyland, and that was one of the aka's for oh, nice. um, oh wow so those two they they stay by themselves and i do not touch them um and i i love that movie um it's john waters favorite christmas movie i think it's <laughs> probably my favorite christmas movie um, and so anyway, I've got Terror in Toyland and Christmas Evil. They're sitting there somewhere very nice in a, in their shrink wrap. And they're, they're beautiful, by the way. Um, I bet and, they are. They both go for over $100 in my condition. Wow. Nice. Um, but the, the VHS tape that I watch the most is probably the CBS Fox Aliens. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So it's James Cameron's Aliens on the, the big uh, – the big – 
it's not the big box. It's the slipcase CBS Fox. Okay. Um, so I probably watch that more than any other of my VHS tapes. Interesting. And, I mean, it's it's really worn out, and yeah. there's this quality to it. I mean, I just love it. It makes me feel – it's like somebody putting on their favorite Sunday morning vinyl album. Yeah. It, yes. like, just makes me – it's got that – it's your VHS slippers. Yeah, and it's like staticky and like, you know, when she wakes up from the bit terrible dream and, you know, Paul Reiser's there and there's like, it's so <laughs> worn terrifying. out. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, before we would color correct something in digital world, yep. like before you put a LUT on. <laughs> <laughs> and the tracking's kind of off. And yes. And it's just like little, I mean, little, little stuff in the corners, you know, little noise, little film noise. And you know the music where it goes, it's like has that, like, not delay, but like when it moves from one scene to the next, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's the flaws. I'm in love. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm in love with this VHS tape. And I always put it in. Yes. And and so it is Aliens, but, you know, there are so many others in my collection that that I love. Thank you so much for being with the shows. You know what's really cool about this is we're going to air this on... uh, June 8th and June 7th is National VCR Day. Oh my God, that yeah. is so cool. Yeah. So you're going to commemorate it. And, um, you know, I'm a proud parent of a VHS yes. collection. Yeah, very, <laughs> and a, a proud parent of many VCRs. You got like, you're like an Irish Catholic uh, family full of VCRs. <laughs> I know, I've got, I've got four working right now. I've got <laughs> nice. five total, but four are like working. And um, it's my dream to have VCR in every room. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, wow. That's awesome. I'm sure you can make that dream come true. We're going to have to have you back, Jules, because you're an amazing Please, guest. Please, um, if you guys ever do Kickboxer, I'm I'm there. 100%. Then we'll do it. We're we'll put it up on the board. Van Dam Kickboxer, please. It's um, it's a rediscovered love affair I'm having. Awesome. Wham, bam. <laughs> Thank you, Van Dam. <laughs> and maybe we'll talk about how I lost my virginity at a blockbuster. Um, maybe that will be Ooh, a after, good... Our After Dark show. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, you're the best, Jules. Thanks, thanks so much again. for coming. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, hug your VCR today. We will. Oh, oh man. Jules is amazing. Uh, it's so good to hear someone be so passionate about something. Yes. That's my favorite I, thing about having guests is we have these guests that just know so much more than we do. Yeah. she. Uh, it's, it's amazing. I just can't stop smiling. Like, it's just like, yeah. it's so it good also, to hear. Yeah. It, it really, honestly, it makes me want to whip out the VCR and pop yeah. in some tapes, you know, yeah. especially some horror tapes. <laughs> so in 2000, DVD became the first universally successful optical medium for playback. There was a bunch of other. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Sort of thing. Thank you. And uh, it, it gradually overtook VHS because DVD recorders and digital video recorders got really cheap yeah the manufacturing process and the manufacturing cost of dvds was so much less than yeah you could see you could yeah yeah yeah, exactly uh although vhs rentals did hold on until june of 2003 when dvd rentals finally overtook it yeah well there's always going to be that overlap of like hangers honors and 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 also adopting early technology is really expensive i remember around that time a bunch of my buddies we were all turning 30, so we were doing, like, these group presents. Mm-hmm. And we all pitched in and, and bought this uh, friend of ours a, a DVD player. And it was, like, 
five or six hundred bucks. Oh wow! You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. They were expensive. I remember the first DVD player I bought, I think, was almost two hundred bucks. But yeah. it was it was it was definitely around that time. My first was Divix because the guy oh, was yeah. like, "You gotta get Divix, dude. Yeah. Divix is yeah. the way of the future." And then it's like nah. nobody. I don't even know what <laughs> Divix was really. So, <laughs> so the declining market, combined with a US, U.S. FCC mandate, uh, which essentially was saying that new TV tuners had to include the the broadband spectrum, mm-hmm. like to to pull in like the HD. Yeah. Um, which that's a whole other thing. I sure, was actually sure. working at a TV station <laughs> at the time, and it was literally just a way for the the government to make money. Yeah. Um, but whatever. But uh, because of that, they most companies stopped producing. VHS players. Yeah. At least standalone VHS players. Well, they the, still made DVDs and VCR mm-hmm. like combos. Those were cool. And eventually VCR Blu-ray combos. But they're very hard to find now. Yeah. Yes. And I think the last VCR was made was it Funai? Funai. Yeah. The Funai uh, Electric Korean of Japan company, yeah. Japan Japanese oh, Japan. company. Yeah. And uh, it was made in June of 2016. That's crazy. Which is why think uh, is. June 7th is National VCR Day, by the way. That's oh, the yeah, last. yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know um, that. And do you know what the most successful VHS tape of all time was? Was was it not Jerry Maguire? No, <laughs> it was not Jerry Maguire. It was The Lion King. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sold 32 million copies, made $520 million, that's half a billy. crazy. Just from the that VHS crazy. tape. crazy. Yeah. I, I it's I I mean I work in high school I worked at a Kmart and I worked in the mm-hmm. electronics department and and it was I mean Disney was a big thing because sure. they did the whole like Volt thing oh yeah it was, it's brilliant yeah. the whole yeah, yeah. and that's so, why they're, they're worth so much you can get like yeah. a Mulan goes for like eleven thousand bucks it's crazy yeah that's big crazy copy, yeah. so yeah uh, VHS is great obviously there's still people that um, that still use it there's sure. still people that love it one of my favorite things and I used to go to you know, like the animation festival and stuff back in the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. you know. But they would also do um, found footage festivals where people would just find these VHS yeah. tapes that they yeah. get, like, in a, find in a VCR when they picked it up at the, the Goodwill. or And it was just some of the creepiest, yeah. weird. Because it was just like, you know, people's videotape of, like, a baby, and then the baby's just like, Bleh! Yeah, But I still, to this day, love going to those because it's just like a creepy treasure trove of, of people's private lives. People it's like, are weird, yeah. yeah. It's like when they used to do, um, you know, the th- you could buy uh, unclaimed film, you know, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. would get those yeah, processes and you would find yeah. a random <laughs> thing and you would be like, oh, it's uh, peeking into somebody's life. It was so cool. I did. I went to one of those in college and, and I still have a VHS tape of a, something a guy gave to me. It mm-hmm. was a movie, quote unquote movie that he made. Yeah. And I literally watched the first like two minutes, and I stopped because it was like four hours long, and it was so weird. Yeah, well, and I'm talking real found footage, not like these faux documentary found footage. But we're not going to get those because you know, unless people find it on the cloud, because there's no physical tapes or anything for people to come across. It's like I came across Grandma's smartphone, and you know, but her face was gone, so we couldn't get into it. You know, (laughs) we're not going to have that neat kind of. Just that that weird stuff that comes with physical media, you know, the yeah. weird little the nooks and crannies that make it so uh, nostalgic and fun to get back into. Yeah, it was. It's there is something to be said about getting up from your chair and putting in a VHS yeah. tape. I mean, I remember or, the first VCR we had. the 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 remote was corded. Yeah, yeah, you know? same, same. It was just this tiny little <laughs> yeah. silver corded thing that had a cord that was like 40 feet long. Yes, and yes. I was like, I literally, I was like six and I was like, dad, why is this so long? Your mom's in the kitchen. Yeah, she's she's like, ah, fast food through these plays. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's not for you. 
Well, thanks for listening. Uh, VHS is awesome. If you have a chance, get a VCR. Yes. Find some old VHS tapes because you could get it. it you could. Amazing. It, you're talking about a fifty dollar in for like a VCR yeah. and like a bunch of tapes, and that's giving you a bunch of tapes. So yeah. it's like you know, yeah. I, I, we're we're thinking about in the Gen X headquarters putting together a little lo-fi, yeah. you know, tube Heck yes. area with our VHS eight bits. <laughs> you know, we'll let you know how it goes. Thanks for listening. And buy get your your machine your machine. Wow. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. She's the sheriff, already in progress.